Welcome to the Young Educator Podcast. With helping us, Ben James, we tackle education issues and delve into the current trends in the education world. What about something light and easy just to show that we are just shooting off the cuff here? That we're just. Yeah, that's a bit boring, isn't it? That's a bit hectic. <laughs> that's a bit hectic, I reckon. But it's um, good, like it's needed. But also, if it gets too scripted, but we, I know we need this, but if it gets too scripted and teleprompter style, I think mm. it's going to lose its momentum or not have any spark yeah. there at all. See, I think like we actually record that separate and then that plays at the start and then we actually just start talking every week. Just well, yeah, like, launch into it, let it flow. Yeah. That's yeah, so like there's, there's something formal. So maybe like... Mm. Um, Welcome to the Young Educators podcast. Yeah, all right. We'll still get to something interesting. Yeah, like yeah, it'll get somewhere. Yeah, we can't put the cart before the horse. I feel like we have to start because we're going to get somewhere interesting in a second, and then we can't (laughs) go back. That'll be the fucking problem. Exactly. Yeah. I got this. Are we not? Are we swearing? Because I'm going to swear. I uh, yeah. I... <laughs> <laughs> you could take the man out of Mergen. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I don't know how like the uh, that with the whole podcast policy. Oh yeah, we just got the little e next to it, and that's okay. Oh, a little explicit there. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or you just drop. It'd be natural. Yeah. 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 All right, well, how do we, how do we like... Without further ado. Do we need to like formalize the start or something? How do we... Do you need to press like stop and then start? Well, it's or all going to be... I can edit it later. It's oh, recording you can now. Oh, edit it later? Yeah, yeah. All right, all right, sweet. Pretty um, sure. Okay. Shoot. So do you want to start now? Let's go, let's go for it. I'm going to call it. When the clock goes to 757, <laughs> we're going to start. Okay. See, now it's scripted. Oh, I know. Shit. It, it could be like that we actually just started five minutes ago. I mean, exactly. Why don't we just put the whole <laughs> thing up there? <laughs> and then, yeah, you just... And we're just waiting. We're just counting down. Although I think... I feel like people wouldn't listen to that. <laughs> They'd just be like, oh... Well, they've got shit. no choice, do they? It's yeah. going to be up there. Mm. And we've been cursing like yeah, that cowboys. Soon, so. that, that you, you have to realise, though, that... Um, yeah. Not there's not. We've got to be realistic. For the for the first like probably year, we're just going to be talking to ourselves in our room, <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Hopefully, that's, fingers crossed. That's okay. All right. So I don't want um, to talk to anyone else. So go for it. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I was thinking today at school. Actually, I was sitting there. I was like, oh, this is because at the moment, um, I've got a setup where I. I've moved myself into a classroom mm. with um, I couldn't find one of my own, unfortunately, but I found one with two other teachers and they're not too bad because they don't talk. But I just, there's something about sitting in that room that I'm like, wow, I'm about four times more productive in here than usual. With other people. Oh well, yeah. But like compared to the staff room, like our staff room has oh, yeah. teachers or whatever. We're yeah, right. Now it's a little trio or a trio. That's the word, isn't it? Trio. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. But anyway, so what's been happening? What's been happening? What have you been getting through in the emails? To be honest, I've been getting mostly emails from students, which is good. Mm. And it's been quiet. It's all quiet in the Western front for us. I think our leadership's just waiting until the last minute because they know how many changes are coming through. So they're just like, yeah. why put out something I now? The, I think in terms of like, if we're thinking, if we want to go right into the thick of educational issues right here, I think one of the things that I'm noticing a lot, I don't know if you've noticed it, but there's like this thing in education where no one talks until the last minute because no one wants to screw up. No, no. one wants to be like that donkey that said something. And then all of a sudden, Something else goes like you look at, for example, uh, the old Anastasia Palaszczuk or whatever her name is. She, she, in the Queensland context, she said, "Okay, well, we're we're gonna we're gonna hedge our bets a little bit, hedge our bets." And then all of a sudden, she's like, "Oh, geez, pressure's on. Got to make a call. Five weeks of online learning." But and now she kind of looks like a bit of a pelican because the schools are already about well my particular school is about a quarter capacity already mm. so are we just going to go for five weeks at maybe half capacity three quarters capacity who knows yeah but no one's wanting to make a call are they or they're having no. meetings for the sake of meetings i mean i've been talking to some of, like my principal for example and some of the leaders there they're saying they're having zoom meetings with no one's saying anything at all but they just mm. have to show up you know they're hearing the same yeah. rhetoric from top down but yeah, I feel like it's very much the same too. Because mm. so, like, because for the for the audience's purposes here, oh geez, I've that's my first uh, scripted comment. Um, <laughs> You're breaking the, the third wall. Purpose, yeah, breaking the fourth wall. Audience. Yeah, for the uh, for the person who's uh, well, for the no one that's listening. <laughs> um, so, I think my brother can hear me in the next room, so I that's got to count. Yeah. Uh, exactly. But, um, like I, I feel like because we're, well, we're both teachers. So we, um, and this is for the audience's purposes. We're te- we teachers, you teach in New South Wales, I teach in Queensland. I've already yeah. gone back to school there. Yeah, so, <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. yeah. So I've only had three days back at school. Right. I'm not there yet. I'm in purgatory. I don't know what's going on, Yeah, but you're in the yeah, thick of it. De- yeah. And I think we both, I think it's fair to say we both didn't think we'd be going back to school. No. Yeah. All right. Well, um, yeah. So there, there's the uh, little audience context there. Mm. So I guess the moving on though, like in terms of, in terms of what is um, going on in schools at the moment, I actually read an article in the newspaper at lunch today, which was, well, it was one of the bigger newspapers. I don't know if you can, can you say the big newspapers? Will Spotify shut you down? Yeah, you could say it. They'd probably want Spotify it, wouldn't they? Yeah, I was definitely listening to this. Yeah. Anyway, I'll say the Courier Mail. Anyway, they posted a um, article today and it was a Queensland paper. So they were talking about all the different schools. And anyway, in the article, the mums were, the mums of the kids were actually rating the school's online learning and so it actually named each particular school really? and you've got like some crazy mum going like a plus because i'm like doing the whole zoom chat and like i'm doing microsoft teams it's all going really really well and then another like 
another last year just goes, oh, well, that's a D minus because um, the online learning program crashed and then all of a sudden I couldn't access I couldn't access my students' assignment portal. And I'm thinking, it's two days in and you've already got newspapers smashing them. Like that's, that seems hectic. Isn't it? And really the students haven't even had time to get set up. You know what I mean? No, I know. And also like just having the two days back at school, like I know that um, we're kind of still in the teething process. And I think most teachers are where mm. they're still trying to work out what's working and what's, um, you know, you kind of, it's almost like you're in an analytic, uh, you're in some kind of analytics role and you're trying to look, you're looking through a computer screen, screen to try and see what the kids are accessing, what they're getting and like, if they're actually getting something out of it. Mm. And it's so difficult to go from being in the classroom and being able to pick up on your regular teacher cues to then going to an online platform where you actually can't, um, your, your cues are completely different. Like your cues are, has this person accessed their portal yet? Has this person accessed their quiz yet? Mm. And like, that's going to take, that's going to take time. It's going to take time for all parties involved. And it, there really is going to be a teething process. And I think but the rating of schools is not helpful at all. If you, if we frame helpful. this as an experiment, which it is, this is a whole mm-hmm. experiment. It's, yeah. it should be seen as an exciting, optimistic experiment, like a controlled experiment about what could work. What could we take from this when, and still use in a week's time, a month's time, or whenever we do get back into normal routine. Yeah, but the funny thing is with the whole like rating schools and publicly naming them and shaming them about, you know, how good their online learning programs are. This isn't, this isn't like what a teacher is trying to do. So like <laughs> you're rating, like there's, I think there's a conception too, that all your big, especially in this newspaper, like they had a bit of a mix of your whole, uh, your hoity-toity private schools versus mm. your state schools. And I, I actually think that there might've been a bit of a bias um, in them trying to get, or trying to defame some of the hoity-toity schools a bit. And, um, you know, it was just more of a shaming system. But like, I actually think that from a teacher's perspective, and responding to a lot of the communication and stuff uh, that I'm getting back from parents and also students, they actually don't know how to access stuff. So they might be like shaming stuff and saying that the online learning program doesn't work or it's not good or something. But then when they actually make contact with you, you realize that they actually haven't had time, had enough time to go and process how to use it and how to access and, and get the most out of it. So it's a bit I wonder, early. I wonder, I could be, this could be a stretch here. I wonder if there's a correlation here between the parents who are in these, well, how do you put it? The hoity-poity schools? Yeah, the hoity-toity private schools. Ho- hoity-toity private schools, right. Mm. And those who, who aren't, those who are involved in the students' work, their day-to-day and how to access this kind of stuff. And those who have just come in last minute from these hoity-toity schools and being like, oh shit, what are we doing? Like, I don't know any of this kind of digital learning stuff. And then they've just gone on the blame and on the uh, offense there and throwing these schools under the bus. Or you look, I don't know. I haven't heard anything from my crew. 
like zero yeah, parents and- at all. And I'm almost worried. But at the same time, I think my kids have it under control. Or if they don't. Where are you at at the moment with actually um, like sharing your content? Though? Have, do, can your parents see what they're about to do? Yeah, they can see everything. So we're on Seesaw. And yeah. my parents seem to know the deal with that. Like I'm contacting them. They're commenting. Um, we're talking about what well, we were talking about, things that, that happen day to day in the schools or operational stuff, who's getting picked up from the yeah. bus, et cetera. But we're also mm-hmm. still talking about the learning. So like it's all pretty seamless at the moment, but we haven't kicked off with the, okay, every student needs to be accountable for learning. And then we have the debate. What does that look like in a primary context? Well, that's the thing. I mean, I I guess, yeah, you're talking the high school context of, you know, parents being involved about, and rightly so they should know what their child's doing. Yeah. But I wonder. Really? Like if we're true, really, I know the whole, you know, kids can be independent and stuff, but really like a large, especially in a primary context, they're the facilitators really. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So, but so far it seems to be going pretty well. So we haven't kicked off, but yeah, look, I'll be putting the content up, but for now I haven't had more than say 60, 70% engagement. So those ones that haven't engaged yet, that'll come to that awkward question. Who's accountable for this? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And our middle leaders are chirping up saying, yeah, we'll get onto it and we're going to be the ones phoning up. And mm-hmm. I feel like <laughs> you really want to sign up for that job and what are you going to do? And yeah. I feel and, like there could be and, a lot of blame later on. And yeah, who's going to be the scapegoat? I don't know. To kind of center it too, like those guys, like I just know my environment and like, I think we've both uh, shared conversations in the past that uh, <laughs> teachers are probably the most unreasonable population in the whole bloody world. <laughs> but like, I just know that already there's a lot of, uh, oh, I don't even know how to word this, how to word this politically correct. Um, I forget that. A lot of, a lot of negative, uh, a lot of negative like stuff thrown the, uh, Leaders way already, and it's like, mm. oh, really? Like, could they have really seen that coming, or could they have really, you know, is that really their role? And yeah, it was probably not. It's it's a bit of a like because I think at the moment it's just everyone's looking for a, uh, a top dog to fall off his block, sort of thing. Yeah, and they're looking for someone to because it's all a bit different. Everyone's like, oh, geez, this is a bit skits. I don't know what's going on here. Um, but yeah, I think in terms of the positives though, in terms of the actual positives, kids are getting so much work done. Yeah. So you're seeing those silver linings or like success already. Yeah. Your kids are doing work. Yeah. And like, I know from designing some units myself, you, it is so, it's even more, um, poignant at the moment that you're, content that you're providing is discerning and really good quality because if it's like good quality and you haven't just you know you haven't just chucked up a whole heap of resources and like oh this is a textbook reference and all that sort of thing and you've just kind of thrown it over to them mm-hmm. if you've actually thought about how they're going to engage and in, and interact with it some of the learning is brilliant because when you think about it they're they're either at school in a room and our guys are literally for six hours a day with lunchtime, what's mm-hmm. what not either side of it. They're like just hammering content, which 
I would hate, <laughs> like, if I was a student doing, mm. how, do you, how do you expect a kid to do that? But Oh, you cut oh, out there. Yeah, sorry. You all right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sorry, what were you going to say? Uh, what, was the, what was the point there? You say your students are getting through the content, they're doing it really well, and they're actually... Yeah. And some of those just like disengaged kids, they get a bit yeah. distracted or a bit antsy. I think they just have, like, it's quiet. Mm-hmm. They know what they're focused on. And as long as they kind of have some, uh, some kind of routine, then I think they'll probably come out of doing pretty well. I wonder if it's, yeah, I wonder if your students are being quite successful now at home because of a lack of routine or like what has changed really for them? Are they being at home? Is it the boredom factor that they are just knocking about? There's only so much Fortnite you can play or, you know, you don't want to, you know, get into fight with mom and dad or the brother or sisters. You just have to do the work and you can have as many brain breaks as you like. You can get up and move around and you have the flexibility to work. Yeah. And there's that lack of stimulus and distraction that you would usually have at school and the whole, the social realm that comes with that, that all of a sudden they're at home, they're like, oh, I nothing better to do. I might as well crack through the work. Do you think that is yeah. accurate or do you reckon oh, there's other I reasons? I, I still, yeah, it's hard to know because yeah, like I, I still know, think the uh, majority of the, <laughs> the majority of the work yet done is uh, through, oh, I guess parental uh, mm-hmm. enforcement. But in saying that, there's still kids that are, probably chipping away on their own and getting it done, which is good. Mm. Mm. I found it really cool to change the way that I not even deliver content. I think we were warming the students up for when we start the next term, like we haven't started yet, but I have loved the scope for creativity that is allowed to us right now. Like we could try whatever we want. Yeah. You yeah. gotta see it like that. You can't because there's a, there is a bit of a bit of a stale waft in the air at the moment. The staff rooms, I reckon, going around. That's a bit like, oh, whatever happens in this next five weeks, I just I just think it's, you know, whatever happens, whatever happens. Yeah. Like, but really, what kind of attitude is that? Like, you've got an opportunity in front of you, and um, yeah, you might have to fill in the gaps a little bit next term and next year and stuff. But at the same time, this is actually an opportunity to kind of yeah, do something different and um, definitely has its challenges in that I feel like uh, your students are a bit mindless. Like they're just sitting there doing work and there's none of that like connection or rapport or anything like that. Um, just looking That's, at the kids that are actually at school, like the emergency workers and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> emergency workers. I don't, I don't know if they're all emergency workers kids. <laughs> I think, there might be, <laughs> I think there might be a few parents that have said, oh, I think getting you to a school is a bit of an emergency. I want to sit there with them. But, yeah, we got yeah, a few coming know. in. We look at them and go, Johnny, we know mum and dad are at home. What are you yeah, doing here, mate? We know. Especially when you see the parent like dropping them off and they're just yeah. like, in, just in we like, chase them down the street. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, see ya. I'm just going home to mow the lawn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I reckon for some kids though, like it would be so hard learning at home. Yeah, it's been interesting. I'm wondering who the ones are that are going to succeed with this. 
Like, is it going to be the ones that are bored in class or typically, or the ones who fly through it usually? Like, I don't know what it, I don't know what it could be. I'm interested, interested to see who is going to come out of this more independent. And I think yeah. a lot of us worry about the teachers who overly coddle or cater to all of their students right up until primary and high school. But as soon as you detach them, there's no sir or miss out the front of the classroom. What do they turn to? Well, they have to turn to the Chromebook. They have to turn to something yeah. around the house. Like, yeah. are we going to have more autodidacts now that students are just cut off from their peers and from the teachers? That there's, there's going to be less learned helplessness or there's going to be more? I don't know. Is it just going to reinforce those lazy ones that are doing bugger all? If this podcast goes viral and the... Uh the directors of Black Mirror, hear mm-hmm. that? They're, yeah. they're going to have your idea. That's right. That's copyright <laughs> out there. <laughs>